The new year is just weeks away as we get ready for 2023. I've got three things that as a leader of a team, a department, a division, an organization, three things that I think you ought to be thinking about as we get ready for the new year. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. This episode of the Culture Hacks Podcast is sponsored by Lead in 30. Leading others is hard. Learn how to create clarity, alignment, and movement at leadin30.com. I absolutely love this time of year. We're going into, at the time I'm recording this, we're going into Thanksgiving, then we're going into the the holiday season, the Christmas time of year, New Year. And I love it because it's it's this um, end of a chapter. In my mind, anyway, I don't know how you think about it, but in my mind, each year is like its own little chapter in the book, right? And and, and in our career, in our personal lives. And so as the calendar turns from one year to another, it's like you're ending that chapter and you're looking ahead to the next chapter, the next 12 months. And and you're thinking about the story that you want to be written, that you want to write, that you want your team or your organization to write in this in this next year. And so I want to give you three things that I I think would be super helpful for you to spend some time thinking about as it pertains to your team, your organization going into the new year. Welcome into the Culture Hacks podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams of some of the world's biggest companies. Find out more at LoneRockConsulting.com. This podcast is for people who are interested in three things. See if this pertains to you. People who are interested in growing, leading, and creating. If that's you, you're in the right place. Tap on that subscribe or follow button and you'll get two new episodes every week delivered right to your phone. Okay. So I'm just going to dive in these three things. I want you to think about, I want you to spend some time pondering and it's what we coach our, our um, consulting clients on. So I'm saving you a whole bunch of money, right? In retaining us to be your consultants and coaches. And I'm just going to share with you openly what what we think, what I think ought to be on your mind as you go into the new year. Okay, the first thing, key results for 2023. In other words, what are the three, maybe four, but we encourage you to keep it to three. What are the three most important outcomes that define success next year? Some of you have heard me talk about this before. It's so critical and core to what leaders who can scale and who deliver incredible results. It's so core to, to, to being able to do that. And so we constantly go back to it, but that doesn't mean you've done it. And so I need you thinking about 2023 and what are those three definitions of success? And, and if you're, if you're a mid-level manager inside of a large organization, don't wait to find out from up above you on the org chart that will inform your decision somewhat. But some of you wait until February or March before you even get a budget number or a sales target or a revenue target, or you never get it, right? And you have little little say in it and the numbers might not even be real. So, so few of you 
get clarity handed to you, but that doesn't mean, that shouldn't mean that you're not providing clarity for your team. And by the way, the same thing, you could apply everything that I want to talk about right here personally, three or four definitions of success. I'm just not a believer that you should have 15 New Year's resolutions. I'm a believer that you should have like three. You do whatever works for you, but I'm just telling you what works for me and what I've seen work with the senior executives um, who I get a chance to work work with year in, year out across all industry. So let's talk about professionally. Each one of those key results should have a category and a metric. And so let me give you for some examples. The, one of the definitions for success or one of the key results, by the way, that term was invented um, or came up at um, in, in, in the tech industry years and years ago. And Google uses it and almost every company in, in Silicon Valley started with it. A lot of companies in all industries define these key results. And so it might look like revenue. So there is a sales or revenue number. And, and so one, one of your key results might be um, growth and it's grow revenue by 10% or um, $500,000 or $500 million, depending on the size of your organization, the size of your team, right? Um, so it might be revenue. It might be customer satisfaction and then a metric because it has to be measurable, right? You have to know where you're at now as you wrap up 2022 and where you want to be at this time next year. So it's got to be measurable. It can't just be something that kind of feels good or describes the way that you work. Like we want to collaborate more in 2023. Okay, no, 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 no. That's a means to an end. We're going to collaborate more, which is going to help us grow revenue or affect the customer experience or impact our safety metric or impact our member satisfaction or employee retention rate or employee satisfaction or margin or whatever it might be. These are some of the categories that we often see leaders um, use to define the key results. So as you go into 2023, what are those three key results for your team or the organization? Category and metric. And you ought to spend some time making sure you get that right. Okay. And, and no key results are perfect. No metric is perfect. But you want to get it. You just want to get something that the team can rally around and you want to roll that out in January. That's why I'm talking to you about it now. And and you need to be able to get your team aligned about it. And we'll talk more about that in the weeks ahead as we get ready for the new year at the time I'm recording this. So the number one thing that I would have you think about and get defined and get clarity around. We're working with all kinds of organizations on this right now. Now, organizations that are clients of ours and organizations that contact us and say, hey, can what do you guys do? And we've heard about you. And can you help us out with this? And this is where we start. I could share multiple examples of groups that we're working with right now on this, but I'll save you the time. Okay, the second thing. So key results, number one, got to have clarity on those. Get ready to roll them out to the team in a way that creates alignment, not awareness. That's the first thing, key results. The second thing is what's the mindset? What's the mindset you need on your team or in your organization next year? What, what have, how, are, how, have been, how have people been thinking and acting this year that slowed you down, that's gotten in the way of 
the organization or your team being able to deliver the results that you wanted to deliver? Is it that you're not collaborating enough? There are too many silos. Is it that we're not putting the customer first? Is it that um, we've got this fear of saying what we really think? Is it we're slow to make decisions? What is it? And I want you to, to write down a bunch of them. As many as come to mind, make a list. What's the mindset that's existed this year in, in the group that you lead that's slowed you down? And what do you need the mindset to be in 2023, next year? So you're going to write out a list of this and you're just going to brainstorm. You're just going to, you're just going to dump it on a sheet of paper, right? Or in an Apple notes on your phone or whatever it might be. And you're going to just create a long list. And then you're going to look at that list. You're going to sleep on it and you're going to narrow it down to two to four. These are the two, three or four shifts we need in our mindset next year. We need to be thinking this way. This is what, and this gets to culture, right? the mindset or environment or culture. And these statements, by the way, are going to inform who you promote. They're going to inform who you hire. They're going to inform what you talk about. They're going to inform what, what you're recognizing in your one-on-ones and in your meetings and in your calls. You're going to call out these behaviors when you see them. Because if we as a group, if your team doesn't start thinking this way more, you're not going to be able to deliver your key results. So this is going to be critical and it's something that you want to roll out in January. You're going to roll out to the team or the department or the division or the whole organization, the key results for, by the way, how good is this going to make you look? How strong do you look as a leader? When you go into the new year with this kind of clarity, your people crave it. Most organizations don't have it. Most leaders can't scale because they don't spend time on this. No one's ever taught them to do it. Sure, they've got goals and whatever else, but even whatever. They spend most of their energy on activity and tactics. Your team wants this and you look sharp. Can't tell you how many leaders I've watched be promoted over my career working in consulting because one of the reasons is they're able to do this all the time with any team that they lead. So key results. You're going to go into 2023 with number one, key results. They define success. Number two, you're going to go into the the year with a list of two to four, maybe five or six, but a short list of the mindset, the shifts in the mindset that we need in order to achieve our key results. And you're going to talk to your team about that. By the way, if you, if you want to, and you want to make it even more productive and you want them to take an even higher degree of ownership on those things, you're going to facilitate that conversation. Hey team, here are the key results for 2023. Now let's have a discussion. How do we, what are some ways that we think right now? What, what kind of mindset do we have in the organization or on our team that would slow us down from achieving that? Turn to a partner, get into a breakout group on zoom, do whatever you need to do. And let's have a discussion about that and hear it. That's the way to really create ownership for this list, right? Let them come up with it. You go into that meeting, having already created your list and you're going to watch that. Most of the items are the same. You're all seeing the same thing. We're not putting the customer 
up and uh, uh, as enough of a priority. We're we're not speaking up enough. We're not making decisions fast enough. We're 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 working in silos. Whatever that list is, we're not taking ownership and accountability. We're blaming too much. Whatever it might be. Okay. Now the third thing. So let me just quickly review key results and then the mindset shifts that you need on your team. You're going to go into 2023 with both those things. You're going to roll them out to your team. Then here's a, here's the third thing I'd have you think about who on your team is in the wrong seat. This is a fantastic time to think about it. One of the things I hated about the budget cycle um, in corporate, in the corporate world, when I worked in it, um, was that um, we would do the bud- we would do budgeting right in in um, September October this November and we kind of finalize that and send it up to corporate and every year not every year most years I worked for a leader I had a boss above me who would look at that and and because we were looking at the budget sheet it caused my bosses and me and it just happens naturally you start examining who is on the payroll. And, and I would have leaders, bosses come to me in October or November and say, yeah, you know what? Should we really keep so-and-so on here? Because they're, 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 they're pulling this much money. Because payroll is your biggest budget item, right? For most of us, it is. It's huge. Our people deliver the results. And so we're heavy on people. And, uh, and, and so you look at, well, how could we be leaner next year? And almost every boss I, I, I worked for spent more time focused on how to cut cost at this time of year going into the next year than how to grow revenue drove me nuts. Like, why are we having, shouldn't it be the flip? How do we increase our revenue? How do we grow faster in the next year? But most, most people aren't innovative minded. And so they go to, well, I don't want to put pressure on the organization. So I want to put 2%, 4%, depending on the corporation and the industry, I'm going to put that kind of uh, uh, the lowest figure possible on the growth line. And then I'm going to save the most. If we have to grow 6%, I'm going to put 2% growth on revenue and I'm going to cut all these expenses. And so then it's about people. And so I have these bosses come to me and say, Hey Russ, can you cut this person, that person? I'm thinking, okay, number one, you're just, you're just looking for who to slice and dice. Number two, it's like November. Like let's have a heart. No, I'm not going to go eliminate that person, fire them, remove them from the payroll in December. And maybe that makes me soft. But like just because we started looking at this in November or October doesn't mean I should destroy somebody's end of the year. I just think most organizations, there are exceptions. And, and not that it's ever pleasant to be let go or ever pleasant to make those changes. But this time of year, are you nuts? And, and again, there are exceptions and sometimes you, you, you just don't have, you can't control it. You just, reality is reality. You have to do hard things and it totally sucks for the leader. I've been there, right? But let's not, let's not spend. I had some bosses where every year, November, and December was who are going to cut? Like what? Like that's not the time to be thinking about it. Let's be thinking about that in first quarter or second quarter. So I'm asking you. At this time of year, because I'm, I think most of you are already going to go there. My suggestion to you would be a couple of different things. But first off, look at the list. Who's in the wrong seat? Doesn't mean you're going to let them go. You might put them in a different seat and there's some other things you can do. I'll get to more about that in a minute. But you're looking at that. I think it is right to look at that at this time of year. Always, by the way. But this is a natural time to look at that. 
I would suggest that then you develop a plan. Okay, in Q1, I'm going to address this. Not in December. Hey, by the way, it's three days to Christmas. You're fired. What? Idiot. I mean, that the boss that does it, give me a break. Like, okay, go, go, go terminate that person's job and then drive home to your family and have your robust Christmas dinner and feel good about it. Like, no. And uh, this is the way I feel about it. You may feel differently about it, but I, I man, that always drove me insanely. Um, it made me frustrated. And so you think about my suggestion would be to you think about Q1. Who do I need to be talking to in Q1 as, as January gets going? And, I, and I'm either going to move them to a different position or I'm going to talk to them about, hey, this is, this is what we need. This is the experience you're creating and, and or these are some of the beliefs I hold about you or this is how it's working. And 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 I don't want to think this way or feel this way about you. Or, and and so um, how do you feel about it? And, and I want to set you up for success. And so you start having that dialogue. So many leaders are just pansies when it comes to that. They're so uncomfortable having that kind of conversation. But for some reason or, or they hand off the, the they just go to they go to letting them go. Or you work in a big corporation, you just reassign. Well, let's send that over to that business area. They can deal with that. Just so conflict avoidance. So just not, you don't want to deal with problems or, or have to resolve it. Man, how many leaders you run into like that? No, put your, your big boy pants on, right? Or big girl pants on. We're, this is what we get paid to do. These hard things. And we're, we're moving people around and making sure people are in the right seats. So you're looking at this. You're looking at who's, who's on the team. And, uh, and do I have people in the right seat? And you're thinking about that. And then you're putting together a plan for Q1 on here's some conversations that I need to have as we get going in the new year. Here's some structural changes I could make, move this person over there, try them in that, give them a chance. I always think with rare exceptions due to, you know, massive market swings out of our control. I think you ought to let people have a chance, tell them. To give the, give them a heads up and give them a chance to change or show up differently, and uh, instead of just blindsiding them, that's what that's how that's how I tried to operate um, as much as I could in the, in the corporate world. So the third thing is: Do you have the right people on your team? Are they in the right seats in the right positions? And start building a game plan of what you need to do in Q one if you've got if you if you've got if you need to make some changes. And almost every single one of us does. There's some changes we need to make. So here are the three things I talked about in this episode. Number one, key results. Define success 2023. What are the categories and metrics? Pick three. Number two, what's the mindset you need on your team? Have a conversation with your team in January, December, whenever, soon about that. Here's how we need to think and act. We'll talk more about what do you do after that? How do you, how do you make sure that you're shifting your culture of the mindset? Number three, look at the people on your team. Who's in the wrong seat? Who might not fit in this organization? And develop a plan of what you're going to do, giving them a heads up, giving them a chance to change in Q1 and have the conversation going into the new year about how, or, or and that, by the way, part of, that, part of that structure, right? How are we structured internally? And you're thinking about that because you're going to have some time, unless you're in the retail industry or something like that, where December is just insane. Um, but many of us, most of you, We'll have a little bit of time, you know, with off from work or with family or a long weekend or whatever, and just spend some time on this. Get out the notebook, get out the journal, get out whatever, and and write down your notes. Those are three things that I would suggest to you. You need to be thinking about 
as we get ready to go into the new year? Because you want to hit the ground running in January to be able to achieve the um, the things you want to achieve in 2023 to make it your best year possible. Because that's what we're going to do, right? Awesome. Love this time of year. Okay, I hope you're healthy. Hope you're happy. Hope things are going well for you. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Culture Hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.